0: You're listening to Episode 9. Welcome to the Well Woman Collaborative podcast, where we believe that women who count themselves worthy of being well change the world. I'm your host, Brooke Peterson, author, entrepreneur, and founder of Well Women Co. After struggling with disorder eating and poor self-image for over a decade, I was set free in an instant and finally found the courage to step into my true identity. I'm now on a mission to help other women uncover vibrant health and live a life on purpose. It's time to tune out distractions and tune into the truth about who you were created to be. If you're ready to ditch the comparison game, receive fresh revelation, actionable tips and tricks, and honest conversations with down-to-earth experts to help you live the life you were designed for, you've come to the right place. Each week, we will be closing with a key takeaway that will move you one step further in your wellness journey, along with an in-real-life moment to wrap up each episode. Welcome to the Well Woman Collaborative Podcast, well-being for the modern-day woman. introduced to Dr. Beth Westy through a friend. I purchased her book immediately, The Female Fat Solution, because what woman doesn't want to read a title like that and fell in love with her? It's been a brilliant partnership and friendship since. Dr. Beth shares practical insights to the female body that are critical for what I like to call original design mentality, a.k.a. if we know the function of something, we're able to care for it properly. Because when we understand how our female body works, we can begin to work with it instead of against it which is what most of us end up doing f- for our entire lives. I walk women through this in Food Freedom 60, my eight-week online program where she shares exclusively with our students how to work with our bodies instead of against them. You can check out the show notes for more information on that program. Until then, enjoy my interview with a incredible and entertaining Dr. Beth Westy. Welcome, Dr. Beth, to the Well Woman Collaborative Podcast. Yay! Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you. And I already shared with them a little background as far as how I met you, which is pretty crazy that now you're on the podcast. But if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to hear from your own words and perspective who you are and how you got here today.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. So for me, one of the biggest struggles was really my journey with the ovarian cyst that I had. Um, you know, I had three babies all two years apart, started a business. Um, You know, I graduated from, you know, chiropractic school, started a clinic and I I struggled and, you know, I had a a preemie, a two-year-old, a four-year-old and a struggling business. And that was not (laughs) conducive health wise. I was eating really healthy. I was trying to get sleep. Right. And I was taking like a basket full of supplements every single day, just like over 35 supplements. And I wasn't, yeah. Like, Cause everybody was like, Oh, take this. This'll help. Oh, take this." But every single month I kept getting ovarian cysts and this happened for a year and a half. And it was finally my husband who got so worried and took me into the ER where the ER doctor was like, here's your Vicodin. Here's your birth control. See you later. And I was like, well, what else do you have for me? Because I don't, I don't want to spend my life doped up on Vicodin. That's not okay kind of want to drive around, you know? And I like birth control. I have all these other negative side effects from it. And I don't need it for birth control reasons, right? Like my husband, our family is complete, you know, snip snip, you know, we're good. <laughs> like what else do you have for me? And he was like, no, this is it. And I was like, well, I I wanna know why this is happening. I'm, you know, I'm trying to eat clean and healthy. I'm I'm eat, taking all these supplements. And he was like, well none of that stuff works. And I was like, well, well okay clearly, cause I'm here, you know, but like, what help can you offer me aside from these really, you know, intense drugs? And like, there, there was no help. He was just like, there's just an overload of hormone in your body. That's it. And I was like, that's not, it's not actually helpful though, dude. But so I dove into my Eastern medicine background. I'm, you know, trained in Acupuncture, Eastern medicine, and really specialized in psych, um, fertility for women. So I dove into cycle issues, hormones, all that stuff, and just started uncovering and unpacking a ton of things and really started just shifting my diet, my nutrition for myself, um, matching it to what my hormonal cycle should be to help my system recover and everything. Um, I went through some really important cellular cleansing which was a game changer also. I mean, so it's this combination of things that I did, you know, it's never just one thing. Somebody who says, oh my God, I started taking this supplement or started drinking this thing and it was amazing and it changed everything. I'm like, no, especially the female body. We are so much more dynamic than that. It's never one thing. It's a combination of all the things that's really going to make the biggest impact for you. So, um, so I, yeah, so I, you know, changed my diet, started matching my nutrition to my hormones to help that patterning. And then went through cellular cleansing to flush out excess hormone. My cysts went away and wow. they've never returned. Yeah. And now this is what I help women do is match their nutrition to their hormones and their cycle and really reset their body, build a new foundation for health and go from there.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. You mentioned a lot right there, which is so powerful. And I know the listener's probably like, what? Cellular cleansing? Match my nutrients, <laughs> my hormones? And I know they're thinking that because that was me, you know, not mm-hmm. too long ago. And so I love to ask the question, maybe you can just touch briefly, because I know at one point you did have a clinic, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're primarily based online. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. So I work virtually now. Um, I help women all over the world, which I love. That was that was one of the things in terms of shifting my business um, to having like a brick and mortar clinic that I was working in and working on people, I, and I loved it. Right. I I had a great business. I built um, I built my clinic up, and I had a really strong business. But I I wanted to help more women, and I wanted to impact more women's lives, and I was I was tethered, mm-hmm. and I had to you know in order to serve more women on a bigger level, I had to let go of that clinic. Um, So I did. And, you know, it was hard to do, but I'm glad I did it because now, I mean, I get to connect with women everywhere and help women because it's not just in my city or my state or even my country that women struggle. It's literally all over the world. And the thing that baffles me is that women make up half of the population on the planet, right? Yeah. Like our hormones are not, I and mean, this has been happening for thousands of years. This is how human beings exist on the, on the earth, you know, the, the, the female cycle and, and all the hormones and, you know, giving birth, all these things, right? This is not crazy stuff. This is not crazy talk. So I'm thinking to myself, why the heck, I'm trying to not swear, I get a little worked up and I'm, I'm like sweating right now, by the way. Um, I'm. why the heck are we not focusing on this for women? Why are we not supporting women and what our bodies need throughout the month? Because we really have four different bodies throughout the month.
0: Right.
1: You know, why, why don't we support that? Why don't we teach on that? Why don't we, you know, focus on that? And, and I, it just, I couldn't find it out there. And so I was like, women, women need this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's so important to point out. I was going to ask you, so why have you chosen to zero in on women's hormones? And you answered it because, you know, you had this need personally and you looked out into the world and you're like, this is not happening, at least on a broad scale. And so you're one of the literally few voices I know right now of women and experts in this area that are bringing this stuff to the light, which is so important for women to hear. It's been a key in my life and I just, I'm confident that when women get a hold of this information that you're bringing them, it's like everything can change for them. And so I'd love to just dive in a little bit. You already mentioned this, but why do men and women lose weight differently? Let's just talk about that. <laughs> Oh
1: my gosh, yes. Yeah. So men and women, different, I mean, huh, different performance, different weight loss, different weight gain, different reactions to stress, all of these things, right? And our entire model and what we are looking at and, and regular programs and stuff that's out there, and it's not bad, it's just all set up for men. Yeah. Men wake up and have the same body every day. They have the same hormone set, they have the same thing every day, right? If they do a workout on, you know, January 1st they can build muscle, get to fat burning, do all the things, and they can predict how their body will respond January 1st, January 15th. They can do the exact same thing, you know, two weeks later, exact same thing. And their body will be, react the exact same way. Women are not like that. We have, you know, two main hormones, estrogen and progesterone that are dominant at different times during the month. And each week there's a big shift in those hormones. So that, you know, the four different bodies throughout the month. So a gal will wake up and go do a workout on January 1st and maybe her body's higher in estrogen. She's going to feel really good. She's going to feel amazing. She's going to recover really well and not be sore. But she wakes up on, you know, June, January 15th, two weeks later. And all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, I'm on the struggle bus today. My legs feel so heavy. Oh, I'm so tired. And yes. I don't like, and then you analyze, right? Cause then it like messes with your mind. If you're not on top of this, if you're not recognizing and realizing where you're at with your hormones, it's this whole mindset piece where you're like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Did I not sleep yes. enough? Am I not hydrated? What did I eat? Was that, you know, I had a cupcake two days ago. Was that it? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's never what it's about, right? It is about, okay, your body is in a different place and it nutritionally needs different things when your body is higher in progesterone progesterone needs more calorie it needs more dense nutrients it needs more minerals you know it, it just has this whole other shift dynamic shift in your in your system um, so if you're not addressing those things you're gonna feel off yeah right yeah
0: yeah it's such a huge wake up and key and and I'm even talking to women about this and they're like, oh my goodness that's why you know, the second half of my, the month, I just feel like I don't even want to work out. I don't feel motivated. And, you know, I, I share with them your book and, and some of these resources and, and what I've been experiencing. And it's like this huge light bulb moment. And all of a sudden, you know, the guilt and kind of some of that shame that we as women naturally pick up as a result of that is released. And then they can just start to nourish and work with their body instead of against it. It's, it's this beautiful thing. And so from your perspective, and I'm going to plug your book and we'll link to this later. The Female Fat Solution is the book I referenced earlier. That was such a game changer in understanding my female body. Um, but for the woman who's listening, that's like, what? Estrogen? Progesterone? You know, like this is a new <laughs> concept. Um, and I'm sure some listening are very in tune with their bodies. But what do you tell women to start getting in tune with their monthly cycle or what's happening in their month from week to week?
1: Yeah. So it's really you know track it just start tracking if you haven't tracked. You know, a lot of women only care about their cycle or their period when they are either trying to get pregnant, right? Maybe maybe trying to not get pregnant, maybe that's part of your method. Mm-hmm. You know, so but a lot of times women we just sort of ignore what our body functions are doing. Um yeah. and, and don't necessarily pay attention, but there's a lot you can do to tune into okay, this is where I'm at. This is what my body needs. Um You know, and it starts with tracking, just track your cycle. If your cycles are off and you're not sure where to start, you can track your basal body temperature, you know, wake up in the morning, don't get out of bed, don't drink anything. Just wake up, roll over, grab a thermometer, take your temp, write it down and start doing that. And that can tell you a lot about where your body's at as well. Um, And when you know more about your hormones and your body and your system, and you start to really listen to its cues and signals, you can also address other things like stress, or you know fatigue or whatever else that you're working with because a lot of women will think oh my gosh I'm so fatigued I need to focus on that well is it that you are really fatigued or are there some other key things that are off right you know what I mean yep. yeah yeah
0: you, you mentioned different seasons which is so good because you're right I'm in a stage right now where a lot of my friends are getting pregnant or wanting to get pregnant and so then we really focus on our cycle but in your book Would you mind touching, you talk about the seven bodies of Eve. Are you okay with just like freezing over that? Because I think that is such an important key for us as women to realize like our body's not the same at 20 that it is in 30 or 40 and beyond. And how do we, you know, adjust for that?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, the book I have, I really set it up and I was very specific about it. The whole first chapter, I'll back up a minute on it. Yeah, Sure. The whole first chapter is really talks about the history of nutrition and in our culture and our country and, and why it is the way that it is and how women have been completely left out of the conversation. So research is done on men. It's set up for men to be successful. So of course, women are struggling. So it dives into that piece there. And when you start doing research yourself, if you're a person that loves research, you'll be shocked at how much women are left out of this conversation. Um, And then there is a section in there too, that is, yeah, I call it the seven bodies of Eve talking about the different bodies that women go through in our lifetime, because the male body really goes through like two bodies, pre-puberty and post-puberty, right? Like they go through puberty at whatever age, say 16, you know, you know, whatever it is. And then, then that's it, you know, they might, I think the body may age for them, you know, as they get older but it doesn't dynamically change like the female body does. Women have this pre-puberty body, right? Which is, can be viewed very similarly to the male body. Uh, but even starting, and this you know, goes back to the history of you know, how girls are even treated differently than boys in young ages, the dietary recommendations for girls start changing as early as um, seven years old. Wow. Girls are recommended to get less protein, less calorie. You know well, just less nutrient, right? Because they are assuming that we're a smaller body, you don't need more. Well, I mean, okay, but I really like to make it individualistic. you know, some gals may be smaller, but also some gals are not <laughs> i'm I'm huge. I'm six two. So not <laughs> So those are some of the things where I'm like,, this is ridiculous, right? But they yeah. have that they they have this separation starting at about age seven, and it just it keeps going. The separation gap gets bigger and wider as the male and female bodies age, you know, through, and the recommendations change for, for nutrient needs. Um, according to the FDA, right. Even labels on packages, you know, when you read a nutrition label, which I have yet to be in a grocery store and see any dude checking out a label, trying to make sure he's buying something healthy, right? Like dudes don't look at labels, right? Women look at labels, those labels are made for 44-year-old healthy males. Wow. Yep. I so if you are not, that. yeah, if you are not a 44-year-old healthy male, you may be looking at the wrong parameters and looking at the wrong, you know, percentages of nutritional needs for the wow. day, right? And then, and then let's, let's break that down further into where your body's at. And, you know, are you 25 and an athlete? Are you 35 and postpartum? you know, these are all different bodies women go through. Are you, you know, 45 or 48? And maybe, you know, you start perimenopause a little early, you know, are you postmenopausal? You know, are you or are you, you know, in your 30s? And, you know, say you got married, and you're 35 just got married. And now you're really trying for fertility, you know, because that's a whole nother ball of wax as well to to try and dive into even at, at any age really but for a lot of women um you know it is trending a lot of gals will wait to get married or wait to have kids um just because they're you know trying to get set up differently in life and um uh, you know so so you're viewed as like this geriatric pregnancy and i'm like that's crap <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so seven bodies of eve is really just designed to to have you focus on okay the female body, even though it might be, you know, pre-puberty, you're still going to need whatever nutrients you need for, for you as an individual, you know, for your child as an individual, you know, are they active? Are they, um, you know, are they out and about all the time, right? They, they, they still may need more nutrients. Yeah. You know, going through puberty, what does the body need then and, and how you can help it really get on a regular hormonal cycle pattern Um, It can take two to six years for your body to regulate in hormones, to have your period regulate. Yeah. So these are things like a lot of gals will get thrown on birth control, you know, at 13 years old because they're like, well, my period's not regular. Of course it's not regular. Your body is going like literally just going through this huge metamorphosis and it takes time to figure it out because these patterns only happen once every month, Yeah. you know? So it takes time to really figure out that patterning for your body and system. And there's a lot of things nutritionally you can do to support that and then to help with any other, you know, PMS symptoms or other issues that, you know, young gals have versus just throwing them on birth control because they have an irregular a regular period. Yeah. Most girls do when they
0: start yeah. their period. That's normal. My goodness. You know? Yeah. yeah it's a different mindset. Yeah. I love, I love your approach and it's so different than what we are brought up. And taught and I just encourage everyone seriously, you need to get this book, and especially if you have daughters, because my goodness, I'm so grateful I have this information that I can start my three-year-old with some of these tactics from the very start. And yep. just giving like equipping our our daughters and our family with like how to nourish their body and take care of their body and maybe avoid, you know, some of these diet traps that we are so easily you know, sucked into because, you know, Beth, your approach is so individualistic and, Mm -hmm. you know, we've all seen like the Pinterest, like get like your abs shredded (laughs) in six weeks and like the free (laughs) downloads, like the seven day reset, like these are, these are not the solution for the long haul. (laughs) And so I want to talk about one topic that I know women are obsessed with because it's been true, I've seen on your so your social media and my social media in the uh, recent past, but this whole idea of fat loss, okay? And yeah. this is like a whole book, a whole topic, but I want, if if a new you know, woman reached out to you um, to work with you and she her main concern was, I need to lose fat, I need to lose weight. What would be, and I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here, but what would be the first thing three questions you would ask her to try to narrow down a little bit what might be the next step for her
1: oh yeah yeah no this is a really good question because this is something i feel like women miss like completely like yeah what's the word like miss the mark on in terms of what they're looking at to lose fat they immediately look at like how often they're going to the gym or what type of workout they're doing and then what they're eating so when i chat with women those that's the info that they just like spill out at me. Like, oh, I'm doing this. Here, here's what I've been eating. Or I did Weight Watchers. I did Whole30. I did this, this, and this. And, and then I'm doing these workouts. I did, I did this boot camp and then I did CrossFit. And then I, now I'm doing all this HIIT training and blah, blah, blah. And, 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 this, and I still can't lose this fat around my belly. And I'm like, yeah, so, okay, I need to know other things because it's not about what you're eating how much you're working out. That's not it for women. It's about how is your body functioning and working? How's your stress? How's your gut health? right? These are key questions I ask women, you know, and then, um, and then how are, how's your hormonal health? Because if you have hormonal issues, if you have stress issues, if you have gut health issues, if you're not sleeping well, those are the things that are actually going to keep you from getting results. Where sometimes I'll tell women, you know what, back down on the gym, you know, you don't need to kill yourself at two workouts a day. That's not going to, you know, that's not going to get you to your goal. It's about getting your body functioning and working better. So we have a and the programs and the protocols that I work with women on, I really do a whole foundational set work of, well, let's get this foundation of health down. Let's get your body functioning better. Let's get everything working better. And then your body will respond and you'll be able to tweak and change the nutrition and the exercise and things. And all of a sudden, the results will just start popping. Not because it's the exercise or whatever, but your body is on a whole new level of strength, stability, mm-hmm metabolism is repaired, all of these things. And, and that, that's the big key thing. Um, yeah. But again, we're trained, we're trained as women to look at, cause that's the male model. I mean, yeah. you know, my joke is, you know, men can sneeze and fart and drop five pounds, <laughs> you know, women, women don't get to do uh, that. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, so this is no joke. There's a friend of mine, a friend of mine that I've worked with for, um, Ooh, the last nine months, with a lot of, you know, health stuff that she has had. And what's really funny is that, you know, she's made a ton of progress. She had been stuck for like three years. Wow. She'd made a ton of progress. Um, you know, things are moving in the right direction. She's really excited about what's happening for her body. And all of a sudden her husband cut out beer for 30 days. He lost 18 pounds. What? That's all he did. She goes, he did not eat in any healthier. He didn't go to the gym once. Oh, he just didn't drink beer for 30 days. 18 pounds. She was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, babe, I know. I just, that's just, you know, it's just how it goes for wow. the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that was going to be my next thing because I want to hear all the, I know you have handfuls of stories of women mm-hmm you know, in the same circumstance, but I just want to highlight what you said, stress, gut health, hormonal health, sleep. And again, these are not right now. I believe they will be soon and in the future, but they're not the most popular weight loss tactics on, Insta- or on Instagram or on, you know, Pinterest right now. So no. what this is and what I think you're doing for women, even like on a macro scale, it's like, you're giving us permission to actually like our bodies instead of this yes. sort of constant like cyclical dieting and hate and like just looking at our bodies like this problem and our yeah. bodies are not a problem like they're miraculously designed to recreate if that's what we do or you know like just maybe obviously we're different from males <laughs> physiologically <laughs> in a lot of other ways and so yes. we just need to be educated so in wrapping up, I know you're working on a couple other things. So, any any new new passions or um, things that are kind of coming to the surface in working with women?
1: Yeah. So my my favorite capacity to work with women is really in a one-on-one setting. Um, I really love to <clears throat> just dive in. You know, just really focus on an individual who really needs the help. It's been misguided for years. I can't even tell you how many girls I've chatted with, again, all over the country and even over the world,
0: that yeah. they've
1: gone into their medical doctor again and again and again with these issues, symptoms, problems. And they are eventually told, okay, you need a psych consult. I think you're crazy. I think you're making it up, right? Wow. Women are, yeah, yeah. And then they end up in tears on the phone and I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is like, you're not making this up. Like, I believe you because yeah. I work with women that have this happen all the time. This is a normal response that your body's having for all the things that you have going on. And it takes a certain level of unpacking these things, resetting and very tailored um, nutrition and different recommendations and stuff to really get them reset. But that's, that's my favorite capacity right now to, to work with women because I'm able to just one by one change their lives you know yeah. and and change their health and give them a more positive outlook and and within you know a relatively short amount of time i mean i've worked with women that have struggled for a decade or more and then within a short amount of time a few months started completely turning the ship around and getting their body in the right direction where they're like holy cow my body's responding totally different i feel different i've got more energy i've never had this before this is amazing and i'm like yes this is this is what I love to do. So that's my, that's like my favorite way to work with women is that one-on-one capacity. Um, and then I'm also, um, in the middle of a couple of books, actually. (laughs) Oh my! I know, I know. I, I got halfway through one and then I just started writing another one and they're probably going to come out pretty close to one another, but, um,
0: so uh, one
1: is for, yeah, one is for women in menopause. Okay. Um, women in menopause are severely underserved, and then the wow. other one is for um, nutrition for female athletes. Oh, yes. You know? help. Yeah, yeah. Help really, less. the nutrition timing and fueling and all this stuff. I mean, research for every single you know performance product out there, research is done on you know Division One male college athletes that are between the ages of eighteen and twenty-two. Wow, women are completely left out of that category. And yet we're the ones trying to use all these products to try and drop that extra belly fat at the gym. And right. they're not designed, you know, the, the product recommendation tools and how you use them are not designed for women to do that. Yeah. So that's what I dive into in that book.
0: Congratulations. Uh, that is a huge yeah. accomplishment. You have a lot Thank going you. on. So I want, we'll link the book. Um, so where can people connect with you?
1: Dr. Yeah. So um, I am on the interwebs, I am on the Facebooks and the Instagrams, um, Dr. Beth Westy Instagram, Dr. Beth Westy Facebook, Dr. Beth Westy website, Dr. Beth Westy YouTube channel, and then I have a podcast, The Female Health Solution, um, yes, which you have done an, an interview on, so if you guys haven't listened to yeah. my interview with Brooke, um, which at the time of this recording, that we're recording this, it hasn't been released yet, but um, it yeah. will be very soon, yes. so yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I think I've literally listened to almost every episode and you have over mm-hmm. a hundred. So it's
1: do, worth yeah. your
0: time. Again, we'll, we'll link all this information, but, and, and so if you're listening and you're like, yes, like this might be the key that has been missing for my body and for, you know, vibrant health and how I know I, sh- I can, and I should feel, I just highly encourage you to get in touch with her. And she's a wealth of knowledge and has, there's a ton of generous content all over the place that we'll direct you to. So thank you for your time today. I know you have a lot going on
1: and I can't wait to hear more from you. Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. And I am so, so excited. I know at the time we're recording this, your book is still coming out. I'm coming. I am bringing friends to your book launch party. I am super excited. Super excited. (laughs) Awesome.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you then and can't wait to talk more. Okay. Bye. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Dr. Beth Westy as much as I did. And I bet if you're like me, you're hearing some of these things for the first time, your mind is reeling. So let me just encourage you the number one takeaway for today to help you take the next step forward in your health and wellness journey. Just get the book. The Female Fat Solution by Dr. Beth Westy. You'll be so glad you did. So I realized that I forgot to ask Dr. Beth Westy an in-real-life moment, which is one of our favorite parts of the show. So I'm going to take up the slack and share one of mine. So here we go. I recently had a big book release bash for food freedom book. One of my friends couldn't make it since she was visiting Magnolia Farms in Waco. For those of you who don't know, that's Chip and Joanna Gaines' business and where they live. So I let her off the hook because Joanna is hashtag goals. My friend brought me back a cupcake from Silo's Bakery. And so for those of you who don't know, it's essentially Joanna Gaines' Bakery. So naturally, I did what any millennial would do, and I snapped a picture and shared it on Instagram. And if you don't follow me, Quickly, you should. Well, women co. So I thanked my friend on Instagram and shouted out Joanna with quote, it endured a long plane ride, but I can still taste the love. End quote. Talking about my cupcake, of course, that I have survived the plane ride with my friend. Well, in this quote, I spelled plane as an aircraft P-L-A-I-N. I know. Super smart of me. So if she ever happens to see this shout out, she'll, she's going to get the real book, Brooke, right off the bat and not so great speller. Know that I'm not such a great speller, but you know, authenticity is key, right? So anyways, thanks for sticking around to the very end. I can't wait to chat with you guys soon.